Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, back to the Insiders, brought to you by Jiffy Lou on ESPN 1320. Final segment taking the afternoon, D'Lo and Kenny will take over at noon. But right now, I'm Kyle. That's Jesse. I'm in. I'm Jesse Tapia in the building. Coming in off the bullpen. Coming in out of the bullpen, sitting in the big chair for the first time in Studio 2. Uh, how does it feel? This is is that, are you comfortable really in weird. there? It's like It's almost like... I feel like we're not on air just because I don't have the board in front of me and all that. You feel like you're like setting everything up for Damien right now? Yeah, this is this is honestly really weird. Like the mic's just right here or whatever, but I'm with it. It's a big boy chair. Okay, great. So uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad you're here. You're a huge football fan. You're not a fan of, of the Chiefs or the 49ers. I have two questions because I want to know how you're watching this game. I know how 49ers fans are watching. I know how Chiefs fans are watching, but... A, I want to know. I know there's a ton of Raider fans in the in in the chatty house. I want to know how you're watching this game. I already know Ramsey's out. Ramsey's like, I'm not watching. I'm not taking part. Yeah, he's not watch. He's not. He's not watching the San Francisco football team. That's fine, and I totally respect it. If you're committed to hating both teams, I like I said, that's a vibe. I respect it. I, I would like to know if you're a Raider fan. Uh, who are you rooting for here? Who do you want to see win? Uh, but Jesse, you're a Dolphins fan. How do you consume a Super Bowl that features the the 49ers and the Chiefs? Is there a team you like more or less is there a team you're rooting for what do you like i'm not rooting for anyone i mean the chiefs beat up miami in the first round of the what in the wild card or whatever i'm over it not mad or whatever obviously but um no <laughs> no i'm mad no I'm mad no but i mean don't I, write that i'm mad yeah, don't I'm put not, in the newspaper that i'm mad I'm, I'm not rooting for anyone in this game but i do think i do think the niners are gonna come out of this one with the you win. think they're gonna win yeah i think so, they're finally gonna put it together why why I don't have like this hard hitting analysis. It's just like against Detroit, vibes? against Detroit and Green Bay, they just played horrible. Like against Green Bay, they played good for about seven minutes of the game, yeah. and that was good enough to get them the win. Mm-hmm. Against Detroit, you played a good second half, that was good enough to get you the win. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just kind of like, I believe they're more who they were in the regular season rather than who they were the last two weeks. So I'm just pretty much waiting for them to put it together, and I think they will on Sunday. That's that's the thing I'm I'm having the hardest time with, and it's such a, a, I feel like a like a bad analyst or whatever but what you just said is the correct answer i think if the 49ers play like they did september through december i think they go in and win but i'm anchoring really hard to the playoffs where i can't get past the fact they had to come back to beat the packers at home and then they had to come back from 17 down and needed a lot of luck to go their way to beat the lions at home maybe it's team of destiny vibes Maybe. And, and that's, and that's, I mean, if, if that's the way you want to go, maybe that's just what it is. Like, yeah, they made the plays. Detroit didn't. The Niners did. That's why the Niners are here. And now Kansas City, Detroit had guys dropping passes left and right. And now you have a Kansas City team who it feels like their receiving core has been defined all year by drop passes. So maybe that's just kind of what it is. But I think, I think what you say is, is accurate, though. Like, we have a 17-game sample of the 49ers being, for the most part, dominant. But then you have this two-game sample <laughs> in the playoffs of them having to 
piece together ways to win. Yeah, and I don't think they're going into this game and they're putting up 30 like how they were during yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's happening. I think my yeah. prediction right now would be like 23-17 49ers right now. I think it's going to mm. be a lot of defense or whatever, and I'm giving the edge to the 49ers because they got CMC, Debo, yeah. Ayuk, and all those other guys. Mahomes is obviously one of the greatest to ever do it, but I, th- I just like the Niners' weapons to get him enough points. That's what's funny is to me, like, all of everything you just said, like, if you stacked up position by position, the Niners are coming out on top at a lot of them. Like, running back, for sure. Wide receiver, for sure. Tight end, is a, a push. Maybe you lean Chiefs. Given, given Kelsey's kind of uh, track record particularly it's even how, there. We, we, they're, they're the two best but, tight ends in the league yeah but particularly with with kelsey how good he is in the playoffs so okay so maybe you lean chiefs there offensive line it's like a wash the chiefs offensive line is not very good but neither san francisco's uh defensive line you're probably taking san francisco linebacker you're probably taking san- so you see like the the playmakers are there for the 49ers the roster is there but all of that is just overshadowed to me by Mahomes. It just, well, yeah, because you look like at none like, of it. None of it might matter. Yeah, because you look at them like they played. They didn't play great all regular season. Just call mm-hmm. it what it is. They kind of I don't want to say got by, but Mahomes carried them. Yes, and then come playoff time, honestly, I think they're playing the best football all their, their best football all season. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of pointed to that Bills game where they put up I think it was like twenty seven, twenty four, however many, mm-hmm. however many points or whatever. It looked kind of like all right, let's, it's kind of like back to normal. So, like it's back. Yeah, without the weapons and all that, somehow Mahomes just makes the machine go still. I hate it. I don't know. He's really it. good. He's the, he's one of the greatest ever. He's he is, and that's why. <laughs> that's how why how I say, do you feel going into this? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you feel going <laughs> into this against the goat? That's what. That's that's the funny thing is like if they lose, it's like, well, yep, that's Patrick Mahomes done it again. But on the other hand, I'm of the belief, and James and I talked about this a little bit earlier, but I'm of the belief that like this is it. Like this is their last shot with this group of players and this coaching staff. Talking about for the. For the 49ers. 49ers? Yeah. And if they don't... So there's this like anxiety that comes with that of they've been really close in four of the last five years. They've been so close. And if you go through this five-year run and you leave it without a title, it's really hard to imagine like, oh yeah, they'll get there. They'll, they'll be back. Like, they'll just be back. Like, they got a bunch of dudes that are getting old. Yeah, I, I get that. And let me ask you a question. Is this a, is this a Kyle Shannon legacy game? Dude, the legacy game thing... Yeah, yeah, for now, and like I'm saying, now, like, but, but he's still a top five coach and all that. We're, like he's not, oh, like he lost fire Shanahan or whatever. But it's more so, at some point, you got to win the big game, right? Yeah, no doubt. But it's legacy for now. Like Andy Reid's legacy was, wow, what a joke. Time management, he stinks at time management, and now all of a sudden he gets Patrick Mahomes, he's one of the best coaches of all time. Yeah, and he carried that and all of a sudden legacy for about thirteen years or so. Right, and everybody looks back at those Eagles years and goes, man, look how successful the Eagles were. Look at all the playoff trips. Look at all the playoff wins. Nobody looks back and goes, yeah, Andy Reid has has two, three Super Bowls? Two Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes? Two, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they've won two with Patrick Mahomes. Man, but look at all the years with the Eagles. It's just He's just an all-timer now. Yeah. there's. I heard somebody on a podcast the other day go, man, if Bill Belichick doesn't get back into the NFL, Andy Reid's going to surpass him as the coach of, of, this, of, of this era. Maybe not. It's like... I, that's a lot, but that's but that 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 illustrates. I mean, whether that's true or not, TBD. But that illustrates how much you know. You talk about legacy game for now. Yes, if the 49ers lose, there is going to be on this program on on D'Lo and Kenny on first take or your favorite sports talk show. It's going to be like 
Can Kyle Shanahan ever win the big one? Kyle Shanahan falls short again. Yeah, because you know they're going to tie so, the, the Falcons one to him too, which yeah, is the weirdest thing crazy. that people do. It's so nuts. The, the the Patriots had 200 yards in the fourth quarter by the like fourth quarter alone. 200 yards and a half is a lot. Dan Quinn got a second job because Kyle Shanahan got the blame for Bro, that. Job. Yeah. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. Nobody nobody talks about it. Yeah, Dan Quinn blew a 28 to 3 lead or whatever. I was listening to a sports talk radio show on the way into work. So it was like early morning. It was one of those East Coast shows. And they literally were talking about the, the that Super Bowl and they went, "Who is the head coach?" They didn't even know that Dan Quinn was the head coach. It's the weirdest thing. But no, you're right. He, that gets that gets put on him, right? And that's okay. What it is, it is what it is. I think it's ridiculous, but if that's going to be the case, then yeah, you're going to see if they lose this game, particularly. And I think this is built. If the Niners lose, and they lose twenty-three to seventeen, it's just kind of like, man, all right. Chiefs are a buzzsaw. Niners didn't play well enough. We lost. If they get blown out, it's like, man. They really just kind of fell apart down the stretch. Chiefs turned into a buzzsaw. Wow, what a defense. The Brock Purdy question comes up. Like, dude, they got into the biggest game and they got they lost 38 to 10. Like, oof. If, but, if, if, if they were to lose, how, how would you see it going? I think like the 23 to 17 where the Chiefs are just kind of like better. I got you. But if they blow a late lead, there's no coming back from that. If they're up 20 to 10 going into the fourth quarter and they lose 24 to 20, Yikes. We're getting the Shanahan late quarter stats out. Oh, dude, a thousand percent. And that's when, so I think any loss, but particularly that kind of loss, like that would sting. Yeah, don't, a loss with a story behind it. Yeah, it, and you're going to get the, can Kyle Shanahan, can the 49ers ever do it? Da, 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 da. Like that's going to be the thing. But dude, if if it turns out that Brock Purdy is, and I don't think he is, so calm down. If it turns out that he is Tom Brady and just hides and masks all these mistakes moving forward, and the 49ers win the next four Super Bowls, or four out of the next 10 Super Bowls, nobody's turning around and going, yeah, but Shanahan didn't win the big ones then, so his legacy is tarnished. Well, it's, it's like just, you said, it's a legacy game now, but three years from now, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, it'll define what people think of Kyle Shanahan moving forward, but I don't. I, it, it's not like, oh, I think they should fire him if they leave. I'm not going TC on him, yeah. I, I, or if they lose. Shout out TC. Shout out TC. Big, big TC guys. But no, I, I just... Um, I don't know. I, I I'm already annoyed at the discourse, especially if they if they lose in the fourth quarter, or if they blow a lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's facts. I mean, like you, like looking at it, like realistically, just as it's a football game, like a, a team on the other side is pretty good still too. Yeah, right, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and it's probably one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, like the, the, so you go to all right. So they lose in 2019 to, to Patrick Mahomes. They just third and 15 Niners got pressure. He completes it to Tyreek Hill. The wheels kind of come off from there. Jimmy Garoppolo can't make a couple of plays. Ball game's over, right? 2021 Jaquaski Tart drops an interception. Tart hauls that in. The Niners probably win that game. Yeah, that was a big momentum changer right there. Yeah, that's not like Kyle Shanahan. And then they had chances to go down and score and Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't get it done. The Rams tied the game late. Niners don't get it done. Rams take the lead. Niners have a chance to go down and retake the lead. They don't. So that to me isn't like, wow, Kyle Shanahan just didn't have him prepared. And then and then Brock Purdy gets hurt against the Eagles, which I personally, I don't put that on Kyle Shanahan. So I, I there's nothing that's happened so far in Shanahan's tenure 
that says to me like, oh, he's not, he can't be the guy. They can't get it. They cannot get it done because of him. Well, yeah, when they're not decimated by injuries, they're one of the four best teams in the league every mm-hmm. year. Yeah, like that. And that's the thing I do come back to, though, is there was talk about, so you remember in weeks seven and eight when they really got torched and, and a little bit less so in week six, but we'll lump week six in there too, that three-week that three week stretch where they lost three in a row. You you heard all about this effort from their defense. Like, man, the effort, the missed tackles were too high. The effort just wasn't there. They were out of gas, this and that. I heard that same kind of chatter after the NFC title game. And A, I think that's ridiculous. I think they just got pushed around. But let's say that's the case. And let's say they come out in the Super Bowl and it's the same thing where they they just look lethargic. That is the thing that I'll come back to and that I'm putting on the coach. Is it a coach thing or is it just a matter of that's just one of the team's weaknesses though? I feel that's like Gordon, a, that, then that's on the coach to me. That's fair. If it's a mindset problem, because I gave this is I give Kyle Shanahan so much credit in 2017 and 2018, and to a lesser extent 2020, when those seasons should have been over. Right? They were one in ten in 2017. Jimmy Garoppolo starts. They win five in a row. That wasn't just because of Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo made a big difference, but the team was still playing really hard. Yeah. 2018. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. They won a late game against the Seahawks. They. Uh, nearly beat the Bears, who were a playoff team that year. They beat Denver down the stretch of that season. They were playing hard for all 17 weeks. And I'm going, man, that's coaching. Like, these guys want to play for Shanahan and want to play for this coaching staff. If you're at the point that you're reaching the Super Bowl and you run into an effort problem, <laughs> like, that, that's that's where I turn around and I'm going, what's happening there? What's happening in that locker room that made those players take the field and go, nah, not today. See, all right, to counter your point, though, isn't that just like a player problem, though? Because if you need your coach to get you pumped up when you're in the Super Bowl, like that's on you. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I, not, I think not a little pumped bit. up, but like you said, like the effort and stuff on defense and all that. Yeah, I think, I think a little bit. Um, but I think when something like that happens, to me, it, it always comes back to the coach. Like, what's happening in the locker room that led that player to not be fully invested in? <laughs> the thing they were and to be clear i don't think that's going to be a problem no, yeah. i don't think I, I think the 49ers are in a space where i'm sitting here going hey this is probably their last shot to do this george kittle's 30 christian mccaffrey's almost 30 debo samuel's almost 30 eric armstead is entering the twilight of his career um they're they're in this spot that they're not going to have a ton of opportunities to continue trent williams is in his mid thirties. Yeah, if anything, you turn it around. It's not their last shot, but it's their best shot. Everyone, that's it. everyone is that's here. That's it. That's it. And that's why I know that that somebody might bristle like Kenny, going, "They got to win one this year. This is just they got to do it." I agree. I don't think it's like I said. I'm not saying that it's fire everybody, blow it up. Everything's a disaster if they don't. But it is so hard to go to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. As you saw with the Niners the last couple of years. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my favorite team to win a playoff game. So <laughs> It is so damn hard. How many times have we seen a team that you go into the year and you're like, man, that's a great team. And then they, they flame out in the first or second round. There's always one every year. Every, right. It is so hard to go to the freaking Super Bowl. And I think expecting the 49ers to just go, oh, hey, they've been, they've been in the playoffs for the last five years. They've been to two of the last five. Super Bowls, they've been to four of the last five NFC Championship games. Yeah, they'll just kind of continue this. They'll just kind of continue. That's nuts. They've gotten so lucky to get to this point, and it's so hard at the beginning of a season to just circle a team. It was the it was the Niners and the and the Eagles. 
Niners Eagles all year. And then it was like, oh, maybe we'll sneak the Cowboys in there. and sneak at the Cowboys. The Niners never left that upper echelon of team. Yeah, no. In the NFC. And then, you know, across the board, there's you know, the Bengals and the Chiefs and the Bills and the, and the Ravens. The AFC is so loaded. But the Niners were never really in question of like, hey, is this team a Super Bowl contender? Super Bowl odds come out every year and they're always near the top. Right. And that's really, really hard to do. And that's that's why I think this year, it's like, man, you had a a not easy road, but as easy of a road as you're going to get in the NFC. You're probably, I don't want to say facing the weakest, I don't want to say weakest Chiefs team, but just... It is. This it team is. doesn't have weapons on offense. You know, it's the least dangerous of the Chiefs teams that have go. been in been in Super Bowls recently. Uh, save for like, save for like the the twenty twenty uh, Super Bowl, the twenty twenty season, twenty twenty one calendar Super Bowl, where their offensive tackles were hurt. Yeah, and the Bucks He's just running for his off. life the entire right. game. Right, but like, save for that, this is I, I think the most beatable Chiefs team. And you avoided the Ravens, who kicked your ass. You avoided the Bills, who looked like a buzzsaw. I, I, I just, you avoided the Dolphins, which I'll say for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got you. So <laughs> you avoided all these teams, and you get a down down year for the Chiefs. If you're not doing it now, I don't know what you're doing it's it. It's like we said, it's their best shot. Man. Like, they'll be around next year. They'll probably win the division the next three years. They'll be in the mix and all that. You'll be playoff, win games and all that, but, like, Everything is there for them on Sunday. Yeah. I, just, mm. I think that's why it's so nerve-wracking. Oh, I bet. Like, I'm just a... I try really hard. I'm going to be vulnerable for a minute. I try with my podcast and with my writing job to be, like, down the middle. I don't call myself a journalist. I'm not. Like, James left the radio show early to go cover a press conference. He's at every home game for the Kings. I am not that. I go to some Niner games. I'm not around. I, I blog... I, I watch the team. I follow the team. I don't consider myself a journalist. I'm more of a commentator, right? Yeah. It's the same thing like Stephen A. Smith, commentator. Don't consider him a journalist anymore. Skip Bayless. Used to be a journalist. Now he's a commentator. Okay. That's where I land. But I try and like play down the middle. I try really hard to leave my what I want aside. And I look at it as objectively as humanly possible. And are my glasses rose-colored, red? You know, sometimes. Yeah, probably. Like that probably feeds into some of it, but I really try hard not to. Um, with this game specifically, I am trying so hard not to lose my mind. Like I try really hard to like, like all right, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna like write, and it's gonna just be like down the middle, and I'm not gonna like freak the hell out, and I'm just gonna stay within myself. And then sure enough, first big third down of the game, I'm like standing up, I'm like hands on knees, I'm like deep breaths, I what? sweat a lot. That's just part of it. That's just part of being. I a know, fan. I know, and it's just I'm, I'm. As I was growing up, I I loved being a, a sports fan and I and I and I still do. But when I started to get into journalism and I started to see what it is about, because I was my degree at Sac State was journalism, and uh, and mass comm. Shout out to the comms department. But my my whole thing was like, man, I I hope I cover a team that's not one of my favorite teams because I wanna I don't wanna have to like lose my fandom. And my fandom's definitely different now, mm-hmm. but it's not gone. Yeah. Like I still stress out. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like times are different now too. Like, oh, for sure. Where, like back then, it's like old school journalists, no cheering in the press box, blah 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 blah. Back blah, then, all that. my college years are back then. That's crazy. 
Well, not you. That back hurt. Then. That no, hurt. No, 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 no. no. You, you with me? You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. All we right. hang out the bars together. You're good. Sweet. All right, we good. hang out Sky River together. We're good. Hell yeah, we do. But um, shout out Thirty Two Bruce Street. No, it's, it's different now. I think I think now you can you can't be a full fledged fan and all that. But like you said, it's just, you can feel it still. Yeah, it's Bill Simmons. Like exactly. Bill Simmons started this mm-hmm. when he became a a nationally known person. That was when it became. And you see, like people on like the Ringer, and you see people at 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 like. You got Ian Rappaport tweeting about how much he loves the Mets. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like 20 years ago you never would have would have seen anything like that. But uh, yeah, man, I'm. I would I would obviously I would love to see the 49ers win, uh, particularly like putting aside what I, what I want and what I would I would love to be able to celebrate that like with my mom like that's our like we've been going to Niner games since I was eight years old. But aside from that, like there's a content thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, man, I need to. I don't want to talk about another freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you about that too, because like you've been producer at um, other stations and stuff like that. Like, is this just gonna be like your first like show hosting after like a big Niners game, not like a divisional round or whatever, but like after the Super Bowl, where you like you're gonna have to share your thoughts and all that? Uh, I was on Niners post game for the NFC title game last year, uh, but that was a weird one because it was like the game was over in the first quarter. <laughs> it was just kind of waiting for the clock to run out and yeah. figuring out how bad the you score would be. Adjusted and all that throughout the game. Yeah, it's just kind of over once he once he was out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this will be the first time I've had to like come on after a championship loss if they lose. I mean, it could be a win, maybe. Maybe. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show to tune into on Monday. Yes. Oh no, no doubt. Like, there's gonna be so much to talk about. I just don't want to have to talk about another loss because I, like I said, I'm already tired of the Brock Purdy discourse. Yeah. I'm already tired of the Shanahan discourse. It's like ugh. Well, it's another thing, too, is, like, you see your team go every year, like, all right, finally, this is the year. Because my thing, too, is I'm thinking, like, if they don't win this year, they're kind of a modern version of the Buffalo Bills from the 90s. You're not losing yeah. the Super Bowl every year, but it's just like, all right, these guys just can't do it. Well, <laughs> and they were so good. And for what? Mm-hmm. Like, for the, the, the Shanahan-era 49ers, if they don't win a Super Bowl this year, are just going to be forgotten by NFL history. Yeah, they're just, maybe, maybe you make some documentary about the best teams who never won, maybe. Y- yeah, sure. Yeah, you can you can be there, but nobody watches that. Nope, nobody cares about that. And I think that's where a lot of the like anxiety and the and the stress come in is it's like, like the Lions. All right, Lions lose the NFC Championship game. The Lions feel great about their chances to go back. Oh, yeah, that was the best year of some of their lives. The Niners, you saw it with the Eagles. Like it is hard as hell to lose a Super Bowl and then just pick up the next year and just go back. So if you're wiping 2024 off the calendar, now you got to go to 2025. You lose some guys too. You're losing guys. You guys, you guys got guys getting older, less effective. <sighs> Big game on Sunday, Kyle. It's enormous. So you've got you've got the the 49ers winning. Yeah, 2317. 23-17. Right. Put it together. They get points on the board. Shannon's finally going to do it. Is Kenny here? I would love to get Kenny's prediction. Kenny's he's here somewhere. Yeah, he's, he's, he's back. There he's back. He's behind you. All right, that's fine. Is he wearing? What is he wearing? He's got the gold satin jacket on. I'm so yeah. jealous of that jacket. God, so sick. Yeah. Kim, Kim came by the studio the other day. She said, hey, do you want a Niners friendship bracelet? I was like, uh, no, I don't think it'll go with my Dolphin sweater I'm wearing right now, but thanks. Niners friendship bracelet? They're doing the Taylor Swift thing? Yeah, I guess. Are you in or out on the Taylor Swift thing? I'm in. Me too. Yeah. I'm all in, to be honest. Maybe that makes me lame, but no, it's if, good. It gets, if it makes more people watch football, I don't know why that's bad. Yeah. Like, the complaint about, like, they show her too much. I'm not looking at my TV anyway, bro. Yeah. Between plays, I'm scrolling my phone. Like I said, close your um, close your eyes, cuff your ears, la la la. There. 
Yeah, like if you're annoyed by, I like I get just it. But it's fun. Not, just, just yeah, it's not fun. the end of the world, dude. Yeah, yeah. They show way more egregious things during football games. Exactly. I've seen Jaguars fans hop into pools of mayonnaise. And you want to talk to me about Taylor Swift? I've seen Ed Reed lay a wide receiver on Brandon Slant right down the middle. That's worse than seeing Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right. Wow. It's a take. It's a take. Uh, ask Kenny real quick who's, who's Kenny, winning, who's winning on Sunday. On. What's your prediction? Your mic is on. I'm coming. I need the people to see me. Oh, he, he wants oh, okay. the big here one. Here we mic. go. Oh, boy. I'll see you guys in the other studio right. later. Yeah. Here. I just need the Thanks. people to see me. We're out in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Niners, 31 24. We're going to talk about them all. I'm going to tell you how we get there. I'm going to let you know how we get there. Let's go. All right. D-Lo and Kenny coming up next on ESPN 1320.